Hey guys, welcome back to the Productivity Project. Yes, we have a new name. You will notice it's been a little while between episodes. Um, I've had a bit going on in the background, which if you follow me on Instagram at cathunter.va, you will know that I've shared a little bit about there. And I've also been working on lots of things in the background of my business. And a lot of that has been around branding and ways you can work with me and what I am going to be offering next year. And as part of that, I have rebranded this podcast. It is now going to be known as the Productivity Project, and we are still going to be talking about all of the good stuff when it comes to creating more time, helping you work less, and helping you work on the things that you want to be working on. It's been a while between episodes. I hope you missed me. I definitely missed sharing here with you guys. I love podcasting. So episodes will return now to their weekly-ish schedule and I will be looking at the best day to share them. I'm still getting into a rhythm with when the best day to share my podcast episodes will be. But tune in every single week. If you want to make sure you don't miss an episode, you can hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, and that'll mean that you'll get episodes as they drop until I sort my shit out with which day I'm publishing on. (laughs) So with all that in mind, I am really excited about this week's episode. Number one, because it's the first episode as our rebranded productivity project, But it's also my first guest episode. So the first guest that has ever featured on the Productivity Project. And I'm really excited to have her here. Now, my first guest was chosen intentionally because she is all about slowing down. She has made it her life mission to help other people, whether they are successful professionals in inverted commas, business owners, whether they're busy parents, to help them slow down and do less and reconnect with what they truly want out of life. So her name is Nikki. She is a really dear friend of mine. She is the founder of Slow Coaching Co. And she's a mindfulness slow life coach. She's a teacher of yoga and meditation. And she's also one of the boss ladies at Coasties Magazine, a really cool publication up here on the coast. It's uh, released in print and digital, and it's all about shining the spotlight on local businesses. Most of them are small businesses, solo business owners. It's all about bringing awareness for our community up here in terms of supporting the people in our community in their businesses. So I love the publication. She's also a mom to two young boys. Her kids are the same age as mine. So she has a four-year-old and a two-year-old. She's an ocean loving, muggy drinking, wild adventurer, determined to forge her own path and create a career that meets her values and enables her to live life first before anything else. Now she's inspiring others to do the same. I absolutely loved talking to Nikki. We talk all things slowing down, how to do that when you're juggling all the plates. We talk about burnout and she just shares some bloody lovely stuff about businessing with two tiny humans and how it doesn't have to work all of the time. 
So I really hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, please share it with a friend who you think would love to listen. And if you do want to find out more about Nikki, her name is Nikki Tiedemann, and I share how you can follow her at the end of this episode. So listen in and enjoy. Check one, two, check one, two. Great, I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> I don't have to be here in your boobs. <laughs> you should be recording now. This will be good for me. So. Oh, you were talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm looking cut. for the little chickies. I know what I've got. So, um, so I've already introduced you, Nikki. What's your name again? Nikki has been a very dear friend of mine. <laughs> This podcast, I hope you're all enjoying the comedy at Mm. the beginning of this podcast. Yes. (laughs) So, Nikki has been a very good friend of mine. We met at mum's group. Five years ago. No, four years ago. How old are our children? Four Four. years ago. (laughs) Four years ago um, at mother's group. And I am really glad that we did because she is someone I look up to immensely and a very dear friend. So, I'm really delighted to welcome her to the podcast. So, welcome, Nikki. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And also, we need to note that you are my first guest on Let's Talk About Time. You're the first, first guest for the podcast. There so that is a massive milestone. It so is. You win an award. <laughs> Excellent. award will be in the post. <laughs> I'll keep it around. <laughs> um, so I've already introduced Nikki, but Nikki literally champions the slow life with her business Slow Coaching Co. and the work she does there with her clients. And she is a huge advocate for living your dream life or the life you want to live without subscribing to the hustle or hustle culture, hashtag hustle culture. But uh, with two businesses, two tiny humans under four and a day job, we want to find out how you do it. So I never really ask people what they do, because honestly, I think it's a boring intro question to start with what do you do it's like how we define yourself what do you do I think we're so much more exciting than that but tell us a little bit of the Nikki story so you can include whatever you'd like whether it's what you do for work what you do for life or maybe all of the bits in between absolutely cool all right I will start with what I do because uh, it gives a bit of con- it <laughs> yeah. gives a bit of context but I agree with you we're not what we do um, and in actual fact Moving out of the corporate world and into the world of small business, I had to do a lot of work on like, who am I? What do I bring to the table? What do I offer? What have I got to, what's interesting about me? What are my skills? What are my mm. you know, strengths and so on and so forth? And I think that that's work that everybody should do. That's a side tangent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we get very heavily involved in our identity as like I am, you know, cat the travel agent or, you know, I'm such and such the teacher or whatever it is. And then... We lose a bit of our own identity as human beings. Yeah. And so I am a mindfulness slow coach. So I help people, I guess, understand a bit about mindfulness. In Slow Coaching Co, I basically help people peel back some of the layers that exist around our belief systems and the stories that we tell ourselves that hold us back. Mm-hmm. And so in doing that, it is really about connecting to your true self and who you are taking action to I guess live more aligned with what lights you up who you are a more purposeful life and that came about because 
I spent a very large portion of my life with one organization and got to the stage of burnout and mm-hmm. being completely lost. And so back to my identity thing before, I was Nikki, the travel agent, and that was my entire life. It was my friendship group. It was everything. Yeah. So as I said, I had to do a lot of work on like who am I actually and what is what does light me up, what feels purposeful. And that's how Slow Coaching Co. was, was born um, and really what I want to help people do because now life is... I get to choose what I do. I get to choose how I do it. I get to make decisions based on what I value and what's important to me. And what is really important to me is is enjoy like is enjoyment and adventure in life. It's family. It's flexibility. It's a wholesome um, existence where I'm able to, you know, be mindful of the planet and those around me, and I can be really present with my kids. And so the whole idea is that I'm able to. I guess I've been able to create with my businesses uh, and the work that I do that existence for myself where I get to set the rules and the boundaries. That's a very long-winded answer to your question. That was great. Yeah. So how did you, thinking back to what you mentioned about nearing or hitting burnout, how did you kind of know that you were heading that way and what kind of made you decide to make such a big change from, say, corporate life I was just completely miserable so I didn't realize I was burnt out until after the fact when I was talking to another coach and friend of mine and we were doing um, a little sort of theories with each other and she helps people with burnout and I was like oh I don't think it's burnout and then I was like actually I was really burnt out like I just didn't realize at the time but what I did know was that I was miserable as sin like I woke up every day and I had this big sinking feeling in my stomach and I was like and then I was just crying for, you know, I just cry at the drop of the hat. The smallest things would set me off. Um, and I do remember one, I was, I was totally like addicted to my, like the hamster wheel of productivity. Like I was always on my phone. I'd look at my phone first thing in the morning to check my emails. I thought that like I wore importance as my like sort of badge of, you know, mm-hmm. worthiness. And this is what made me like, you know, it was like a, yeah, badge of honor type thing, which is just such bullshit. Look at my phone before I went to bed. You know, I would do crazy hours. And I just remember once, like, being stopped in my tracks and going, I don't even know what year it is. Like, what year are we in? 2016, 17? I don't know. What day is it? Like, what month is it? Like, I was just so, like, completely overwhelmed. And then I had a really awful meeting with a leader of mine. And I just was like this is not how it's supposed to be. Um, so that was the the real, like, I guess, rock bottom. And then I spoke to a mentor of mine and I was like, look, this is where I'm at. I, I just felt completely trapped though because I'd been in an organisation for such a long time and I was carrying lots of belief systems that were keeping me playing small and making me believe that I couldn't do anything else because that was all that I knew. And I spoke to a mentor and she said, whatever is most important, make that your end goal and do everything you can to get there. Um, And that really cemented for me, like, what do I actually value and what do I want Mm -hmm. and how am I going to get there? And then I started to take steps. And it was a bit of a slow process. And as it turned out, many synchronistic things happened. So I truly believe in the power of, like, manifestation. That led me to where I was and I'm grateful for those things happening. And, yeah, that's how I ended up here today. So the universe giving you a little push. Universe definitely helped. Yep, absolutely, for sure. And so now a lot of the way I operate is by trusting the process, but trusting the process is the hardest thing to figure out how to do. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yes. Yes, the process. So, and I mean, I think that might be something that like a lot of, you know, people that move into starting their own business or working for themselves or starting something different might be feeling when they kind of get to that point in their life with a corporate role or whatever it is that they're doing is that they're feeling, you know, some of the feelings you were talking about and that they, you know, they want to be doing something else. But then often what like what I've noticed after being in business for over a year now is that we can end up a lot of business owners can end up kind of hustling hard for their own businesses and what you know what they are passionate about but still kind of moving into that culture of like hashtag hustle culture and repeating the same patterns Mm. I guess yeah so do you think like and now we've kind of noticed this movement away from hustle culture which is like the unsubscribe from hustle culture do you think we are having an impact yet in terms of normalizing not pushing yourself to the limit not you know feeling you have to be productive all the time and moving away from reaching you know situations like burnout or do you still think we've got a lot of a lot of work to do what do you think i definitely think there's a lot of work to do for sure still because you know, society tells us, even down to, you know, the way that people mark success, they might be thinking, you know, I've got to have a house or I need to go on an overseas holiday, you know, and all of those things require money. And mm. so in order to get money, you've got to work harder. There's also just like, I guess, stuff that's been carried, you know, for, for decades and centuries around like, you know, men need to be the breadwinners or yeah. you know there's all that sort of patriarchal conditioning yeah, conditioning that's mm. the word and so I work with a lot of dads yeah. and they are and I'm excited by that because this is where I think we are even though we have a long way to go we are starting to see some change and with most of those clients that I'm working with it is about how do I find more balance in my life how am I able to be more present with my kids um, how do I not feel like a slave to my job or the busyness of life, but how do I actually make more values-based decisions in my world? Yeah. And so, the, you know, there is a shift, but at the same time too, you know, we... You know, we're constantly getting pummeled with notifications or um, information or like content. Like we just had. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, that pulls our attention um, mm. and, you know, then there's all these things that we've got to do or, you know, we sort of like get down a rabbit hole of like looking at something, you know, in the news. And so I think that like from that regard, you know, we're just on all the time. So whilst there's a shift towards like not working 24-7, mm. there's still – a lot of information that's getting fed to us and content that's getting fed to us and opinions and things that are getting fed to us which take up mental space I guess and make yeah and make life be like life is a hustle you know like life mm. is full busy and, and that so I think it's about shifting we mentioned briefly before that there's a difference between being busy versus life being full and then it's about going okay how do I you know, step away and create space for myself so that I can have, um, I can prioritize rest and I can give my brain a break. Mm. Yeah, because I think that is one of the biggest things that I've, you know, even I've noticed with supporting different small business owners and with some of the connections I've made is that you're never, you know, you're never off. Your brain is always on and it's just creating, carving out that time to actually give your brain some downtime and actually process, you know, all of the information that you're getting because that is true. I think we all have so much in our lives and sometimes even, you know, 
changing from a corporate role to your own business isn't the, it's not a you know it's not a magic bullet or a, what do mm. they say magic bullet gold silver ticket. bullet silver bullet silver, silver bullet. bullet yeah um, and there's still lots <laughs> lots we could do to support ourselves and and I guess nurture ourselves and help ourselves kind of slow down so in terms of what you do like we've talked about what you do with you know you have two businesses and two tiny children mm-hmm. under four as do i they're you know just little energy suckers um <laughs> and we love them <laughs> but but um and they're with always all of, on yes they are always on <laughs> what are some of the things that you do to help you kind of balance and carry so much and this is not celebrating like you know look at me and how much I can carry and how many things I've got Mm. going on but more just that the fact that you know you are able to do what you love and you are able to kind of you know work with these you know and grow these thriving businesses and be present as a mum for your two kids so how do you think you do that while you still kind of embody your values of slow living and slow you know not hustling until you burn out i think hitting rock bottom and burning out is in a way it reminds you of what you where you don't want to be right so not to say that you should go and burn yourself out but it definitely helps me to know what i don't want to get back to and then being values focused so i have a value set and i constantly remind myself that that's that's my true north that's the reason why i'm doing this so Mm. it's about my family as i said before it's about flexibility if i want to go for a swim because it's really hot i'll fit that into my day you know and having those values be really clear for yourself really helps me to stick to remind myself and stick to I guess, um, slowing down versus speeding up. And then similarly, it is the expectation that when you work for yourself, often I'm the one who's creating the expectation. I'm creating the crazy deadlines. I'm the one who, so my question that I always ask myself is, you know, if I don't do this, who am I going to get in trouble off of? And Mm. nine out of 10 times is myself. I'm going to be yelling at myself. And so then I go, all right, if I don't do this, like what is the worst that's going to happen? Like life goes on. The businesses still go on. Nothing bad happens. And so it's it's that. And then it's also like consistent work on peeling back those belief systems and changing them because it's been ingrained in me for so long to operate a certain way and – not operating at high speed all the time is very foreign to me um, and I've really had to work hard at making this new slower way be the norm so Kat was laughing earlier at my calendar because I have a reminder that goes off at the end of every day that says as long as you did your best today that is enough because I'd get to the end of the day and I wouldn't have gotten through my to-do list and I'd feel like I'd failed Mm -hmm. and so if I'm constantly living in a state of feeling like I've failed then you know, that's not a great place to be. So that reminder just tells me because my nature is to always work really hard and put 100% in, I'm never going to go half-assed into anything. And it gives me permission to look at my to-do list and go, I'm never going to get through this in one day. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to get through it in one week or even one month, and that is okay. As long as I do my best, which I always will, and I get one task done in that day, it's okay. I love that. I love that because I think we, you know, with – as business owners, you can you create these lists of things that you have to do or, you know, for yourself. And obviously it's towards a goal that you want to achieve and, you know, if you're supporting clients or however you're working, then yes, there are things you need to do. But at the end of the day, if you've done your best, then that is enough because this is, you know, by, by starting these businesses, you're creating 
freedom and flexibility for yourself and if it's up to you to kind of make sure that you're living by that and you know really appreciating what you are able to achieve without thinking about all the things that you you know you haven't done yet yeah or, and actually yeah we're like, always in a real big hurry and I think yeah. that this is where again the societal expectation comes like mm. in the coaching space in particular and, and in solo operators right it, it's like you know I booked out my 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 books in in three months yes, or I did my yeah. first 10k month or I built my business in 12 months I got seven figures in like you know 3.4 seconds <laughs> cool story love yeah. I don't give you know that's all right you do you but there is no hurry at the end of the day and yeah. like if I don't look after myself and and I don't run my own race then that's when I can get caught up into the the hustle culture yeah and this feeling of like I'm not doing enough and I'm not doing it quick enough and you know xyz so it's really about you know the setting realistic expectations like first of all values like what are you doing this for for a start mm. and then second of all like how do I make sure that the expectations that I set on myself are realistic and if I if they're not because sometimes they won't be checking myself on that yeah you know yeah. and be giving myself permission to be like hey you know I started my business that I didn't need to ask anybody if I could take annual leave and if I want to go and have lunch with my kids for Mother's Day I don't need to ask anybody. I can just put that into my diary because that's a priority. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nikki, I'll ask you one last thing to close off what you shared today. So if you could share one thing to help solo business owners create a little more time and space for themselves each week, what would it be? I, at the moment, am really enjoying my question to myself of yep. if you don't do this right now who are you going to get in trouble off of <laughs> i love it because most of the time that's me yeah um and to back that is what's the worst that's going to happen you know if you don't do something because the reality is is that no one's going to die if we don't do something. Yes, I think that's, yeah, that's key. We're not brain surgeons, are we? No, we're, <laughs> I'm not a brain surgeon <laughs> by along any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's that, right? It's just managing expectation um, and, and working on that, you know, I'm just human. I can only do what I can do and it's actually all okay. Yeah, it's all okay. Yeah, like that. it is. Nikki, thank you so much for being my first podcast guest. It has been a joy and a delight to chat to you. And before we go, quickly tell people where they can find you if they want to find out more about what you do. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so – we've been threatening this for ages and we finally <laughs> got it um, together in one room. We did it. So where can you find me? Slowcoachingco.com is my online home on the interwebs. And then on Instagram for social media, which is where I hang out probably the most, is just at Slow Coaching Co. Or you can find us at Coasties Mag and at coastiesmag.com.au. Amazing. And all those details will be in the show notes as well. Thanks so much, Nikki. Thank you. See you later.